0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, today we remember the moment in history where the world stood still, and not only a nation, but the world remembered who Martin Luther King Jr. was and represented, and what he did accomplish for the short time he was here on this earth So tonight on Russell Radio Network We will pause 10 seconds In remembrance Of a true historical icon Martin Luther King Jr. Please stand by Alright folks. We are one week away from the Royal Rumble. And also didn't announce this before, but WrestleMania will be split between three venues. Raymond James Stadium, SoFi Stadium, and I gotta find the third stadium because it'll be embarrassing if I don't know what it is. Of course. You know folks, tonight on Raw, there's some interesting Things transpiring in the women's division, no, Lacey Evans and Rick Flair. Although I will, I will gladly discuss Rick's involvement in wrestling yet again. Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Is it going to help? So, tickets. Wait, wait, wait. Tickets go on sale. How many tickets WWE will likely sell for WrestleMania 37? So wait, wait, wait. WWE is holding WrestleMania thirty seven on two nights, April tenth and April eleventh. We're busy time for pro wrestling as the world focuses on Raymond James Stadium, a venue that lost last year's Mania event. Wouldn't be holding WrestleMania. So if I see we reported at a time a do over at Raymond James was likely. Okay. <laughs> I don't care about Meltzer. Eighteen point five million to the state of Florida. Oh Lord. Tampa Bay seems able to get around 14,000 fans in their stadium, which has a capacity of 65,890. So, wait, to celebrate the return of live fans, when when was this? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been selling about 14,000 tickets to Raymond James Stadium for home games. You know, obviously, we we all know Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, has bought and paid for it essentially. So, no, um, it says, I presume this will be their big, great advertisement for Subaru. I don't like that. Well, you know, advertisements tend to ruin a lot of stuff on stuff. Stuff on stuff. Thank you. How many tickets? So, you guys are selling tickets? Wait a minute. So, the return of live fans. Yay, yay. 14,000 people. Okay, now I'm going to definitely be saving for this. No. And it says... Wait a second. Where fans can attend. Okay, you know what? I <laughs> a new date, new venue. So, SoFi is not going to be a part of it. It is going to be live from different stadiums because it was promised to be at SoFi. Okay. WrestleMania 38 will take place on April 3rd, 2022 at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. WWE said in coordination with local partner and government officials, it will announce ticket availability and safety protocols for WrestleMania 37 in the coming weeks. Florida is excited to welcome back WrestleMania to Tampa in Tampa at April State Stadium. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Florida has continued to work in professional sports and entertainment to safely operate while generating revenue and protecting jobs. Tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, that will. guarantee. So, how many people are allowed? 16,000. I uh, see you guys. I'm not going to lie, I really, really want to go, but now, 16,000 people, that's better than zero, and that would actually, I'll be clamoring to go, because honestly, people, yes, I realize we're in the middle of a pandemic, but I wonder how much they're going to charge for the tickets, is the thing, and I bet you locals are probably going to eat it up quicker than anything, because... People be clamoring to go to this, right? I don't know. We'll see. They were not allowed in SoFi Stadium for the NFL season, and the San Francisco 49ers had to play home games away from Levi Stadium late in the season after local health officials temporarily prohibited any sports that involved close proximity and physical contact of people outside one's household. So, how are you gonna? We don't even know what's going to happen in 2022, obviously, because we're not fortune tellers, and we're not we're not extensive psychics, you know, uh, oracles, if you will, and we couldn't tell you. But it says the city of Englewood looks forward to the opportunity to host WrestleMania in 2023. So, wow, they're already announcing, it says, our time will come, England Mayor James T. Butts Jr. said. Interesting. So Arlington is going to get WrestleMania 38 WrestleMania 37 is a do over. So I'm just wondering about how many people are going to clamor to go to Raymond James stadium as a do over with 16,000 people there. Wouldn't it have been wise to do it in a local venue? If you're, you know, I understand that you want a big, big setting for WrestleMania and Raymond James is a do over. Um, now I'm going to have to contact my boy Jordan because I don't know how quickly tickets are going to go on sale, but I do know that it's very unsure if anyone is going to end up – actually, no, it's not very unsure. The locals are probably going to swamp out those tickets. That's that's about the attendance of an NXT TakeOver. Not really. I mean, TakeOver – Can garner like twenty-two thousand on average because Barclays sixteen to twenty-two grand was the average of a takeover attendance. So if you have any questions for us about those statistics, Russell Radio Network, you can message me at Russell underscore Radio. You can message me on Facebook, Russell Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com underscore at Brian Rails on Twitter folks I know that Raw is still going on. And it wasn't that bad it just we're finally getting what we as fans had wanted prior to all the bullshit that went down in twenty twenty and um they just announced, you know, a three stadium special for WrestleMania it was live the return of live fans in 2021 which is huge Uh, at this point numbers be numbers but there's some people that like my friend Lady Len that might be weary actually probably is going to be weary of attending anything until things are completely clear from COVID-19 but I digress so tonight's topics if you will the return of Two legends from WCW's heyday, right? Goldberg and Sting. Goldberg goes one-on-one with McIntyre at the Royal Rumble. And I must tell you, if there's going to be a live audience, I don't know if this is a plan for WWE to go back to the way it once was, and I hope not because this is a new year. This is hopefully a new direction for WWE and not a step fucking backwards. So, that being said, I'm going to recap what's uh what's going on with WWE currently tonight, and I'm going to recap what went on with AEW. Wow, this is a huge news. I just Dark Side of the Ring confirms Brian Pillman episode for season 3. Oh my goodness. I'll get to that later, I guess on Off the Rails segment. But uh I'm going to cover what's happened so far on WWE Raw. Alexa Bliss has a new show called Alexa's Playground. And her featured guest was Oscar and she mentioned what happened between her and Randy Orton. And she said she just wanted to talk. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of not kind of I love this new side of Alexa Bliss. Gives her character some definite I guess, to evolving from, you know, cheerleader Alexa Bliss to I Still One Alexa Bliss, the perky bosom buddy Alexa Bliss with Nikki Cross, and then multiple personality Bliss, you know, she's got range, folks, and it's showing um, her working with Bray Wyatt. You know, she earlier in the year before, you know, not earlier in the year, prior year said to an interview she said, I have always wanted to work with Bray Wyatt. And it's, it's actually fucking fit if you ask me. Now, some people may debate that Sarah Logan should have been Sister Abigail and how she could have easily fit the mold. This that the other To me guys look Alexa Bliss and what she's doing right now She's playing an integral part Story between Randy Orton And Bray Wyatt Now Some people say that Bray Wyatt Should have had the Torch passed on to him from the Undertaker But we're getting off topic here We're supposed to be covering WWE Raw I've covered about like four different subjects all in one So anyways folks Wow that's interesting Brian Pillman Is a confirmed episode For Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 I'm definitely Definitely looking forward to that So I'm going to go over the fact that Mandy Rose did lose to Shayna Baszler She tapped out Charlotte Flair early on in the show got you know confronted by Lacey Evans who came out wearing Rick Flair's robe. <clears throat> Rick's involvement on the show, I don't know whose bright idea it was to get Rick involved, but you know when a legend says, "Hey, I think it'd be great," I involve myself. So I, I think that. They had to add some flavor. They had to have drama. And who better than do, you know, to do that than the nature boy himself, the sixteen time world champion? The kiss dealin' wheeling dealing, limousine riding, son of a gun. Or jet flying son of a gun, you know. Face Mountain be the oldest and sure as hell looks like it too. Yeah, and Alexa Bliss is supposed to face Oscar, and Oscar being afraid of Alexa Bliss. I like how Oscar played along, although it makes no sense since Oscar doesn't seem intimidated of Alexa you know in prior meetings, but this time <clears throat> I guess to play along quote unquote. You know, like Oscar's character supposed to be intimidating. She's supposed to not have any fear. I uh, kind of like the direction that Creative went with that. Not really. If I was, if um, I was, but no, I'm not. So we're not going to go that route like every other podcast host. Non title action. I bet you Alexa Bliss is going to win this one. Just a feeling, and I'm not even watching it live, so I can tell you that's the feeling. And, oh, Alexa Bliss did declare herself as an entrant into the Royal Rumble for 2021, which is a week, folks, from Sunday. If you haven't already done so, you can subscribe to WWE Network. I believe your first month is free. I don't know if they upped the ante by first two months or three months, but I think they're going to. And they're probably going to hit me upside the head for saying that or suggesting it, but, you know, 90 days for a subscription to WWE is kind of like a trial run, so I don't think they're going to do that because they would lose a shit ton of money. Anyways, folks, so... Nia Jax was at I guess I realized. So, yeah, so The Fiend has not been seen since programming in December. I have a feeling maybe at Rumble, maybe outside of Royal Rumble, The Fiend will be there. I have no idea what the timetable is. That's a preview
1: hmm.
0: Live recap Okay well This recap sucks And it's only like um oh, three hours away so I don't want to get feedback from Wrestling Inc But I guess I'll, I'll try right <clears throat> Papa Cana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, Alexa versus Oscar in a non-title match. Orton addressed the crowd about the recent attack from Alexa Bliss. I must tell you, you know, if I'm not mistaken, oh, yes, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Baba Tende out there at ringside. I didn't catch the whole tidbit of it, but I... I caught the gist that every time ten days out there, AJ Styles opponents have to pay attention to detail, if you catch my drift, because they got, like, a, as Byron Saxon said, a seven foot skyscraper outside the ring. Now, you got to have someone that's doing a live result, you know, and blogging about it, I'm sure. The Hurt Business Okay He teamed up with Lince Dorado and Grandma Telly To face Bobby Lashley and Cedric Alexander And Shelton Benjamin So three on four Okay Oh Lucha House Party and Rental Okay So, I haven't missed much because it said there's a fallout, blah, blah, blah. Let's address what happened to Orton. Asuka was her guest on her show. Asuka left because the wooden horse started rocking back and forth in the ring. Alexa Bliss seemed a little bit cuckoo chew for Cocoa Puffs. But I like that. I love when WWE utilizes the crazy gimmick. I liked it when they did it for Nikki Cross in NXT. I liked it when they did it for Sanity in NXT. Hell, I like what they're doing with Dexter Loomis in NXT, but I digress because we're here to discuss what, oh, yes, they showed a highlight on Tron of Adam Pearce saying, you know, every WWE match shows underneath silver lining cards subject to change. So now... They showed a highlight of Roman Reigns who will go one-on-one at the Royal Rumble with Kevin Owens. <clears throat> That's not the subject matter tonight, folks, but it is a recap of what went on on WWE Raw. Now, AEW Dynamite, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm just going to dive into the whole review for AEW. So, AEW results, not in the sixth on the 6th? Yes, the 6th results sorry folks I'm not yawning because of the review for AEW but although that hmm. 89% like this TV show wow Every Wednesday, yes, that is correct, sir. Again, folks, um, if you want, you can message me as questions that need to be answered or stuff that you didn't like or liked on the show, you can message me on wrestle underscore radio, wrestle radio network forward slash Facebook dot com. And also my new again, friends on Twitter at underscore Brian Rails on Twitter. And it's got reviews So I mean I I'm curious oh. I am curious You know What Sting's role is What Goldberg's role will be So mm-hmm, Five days ago Card for next week's AEW Dynamite Tag Match <laughs> The Match Card Hmm Wait See that hasn't happened yet, folks, because actually we can go back to it. we can go back a week, of course. So on the thirteenth, twenty twenty one, this is what happened: Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, Next Caliber, the team for the night's main event. All right. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. AEW Dynamite from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, home of the Jags, said Jim Ross. It's New Year's Smash 2, added Tony. So it was New Year's, yeah. I knew it was New Year's Smash. Mad King Eddie Kingston, accompanied by The Butcher and The Blade, Bunny versus The Bastard, Talk with Ray Phoenix, and El Pinto, El Zero, Mato. Way too many names to begin the night. Can we just keep it simple? It's not too hard to pronounce. It's now that we're back with Lucha Brothers, and Lucha Brothers, there's a lot of Lucha involved in wrestling. Pac showed eight months of words pin up aggression, battering Kingston with multiple pump kicks. I'm not going to describe the match. Usually Eddie Kingston is aggressor, but this has been all Pac since before the bell. Said it. Usually the Eddie Kingston is the aggressor. This has been all Pac since before the bell, said Excalibur. I don't want to illustrate the fucking description of a pro wrestling match and make it sound like a fucking children's novel. So,
1: like, <clears throat>
0: honestly, the description of this is kind of—it's not ticking me off. It's just Kingston return with a jumping knee to the back of Pox head. Okay, that I can take. I know. Oh, and by the way, before I go off tangent too long. What's up, Canada? What's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, US of A, London, in UK, Sydney, Australia, Taipei, Taiwan, the Philippines. For all you crazy folks listening to my bullshit, <clears throat> thank you. And we appreciate your fandom towards the show. We need to up this bitch. So next week, live on Wrestle Radio Network. Steven Tresario will be joining the show And he is the current champion So If you would And it, is, it was his birthday Holy crap Two days ago Happy belated birthday my friend Steven will be a guest on the show Russell Radio Network here in a bit So yeah, happy belated. I am really sorry, dude. <clears throat> he's been a wrestler since 2014. And this was as I look, so. Yeah, I, I understand. So he's from Hayward, California. And he's worked. The Devotion Championship Wrestling BCW. Well, oh, yeah, big avid WCW fan, I understand. He's the current champion. Yes. So I and him have discussed APW. See, I did not want to say the wrong He's the AEW champion. Wouldn't well, that be really cool? But, as I clear my throat, this man looks like the guy that you would not want to cross. Simply because he, I wouldn't say, he gives off the vibe of not just heel, but the heel that not only pisses the crowd off, but I'll uh, I'll dive into this. (laughs) What's with all the dives, damn it? We will definitely have a fun time like we always do here on Wrestle Radio Network next week, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, folks, if you're going to join in. The episodes are free to download off iTunes. And that is that for that next week. So, yes, I will have a guest after Spencer, after Spencer Slade, King of Sladesville, I will have Steven Tresario. I don't care if I really butchered. Um, Yes, I do. I don't care if I really butchered the pronunciation because I'm pretty sure he's going to tell me no. It's it's Tresario. I know that. Would you? And he has an index card just holding in front of my face. I understand. So, anyways, folks, we're going to take a break from the randomness and we're going to start the advertisements. If you would like to join the WWE Network and subscribe for the Royal Rumble week, your first your first month is definitely free for nine ninety nine. After that, and so if you're interested, folks, if you are interested, sign up for free. Get access to millions and millions of matches, not just from WWE, but from ECW, WCW, USWA, ICW, Ring of Honor. New Japan, NOAA, NWA, AWA, Smoky Mountain Pro. And also, if you cannot pay for the network via debit or credit card, you can go to your local gamestops Dollar Generals, FYE, Walmart, and various other organizations. Oh, yes, 7 elevens Dollar Generals. Walgreens they are selling network cards, and those are twenty seven dollars with tax, but you get three months the valid email address and that subscription card if you want to buy subscription cards this is w w e you can also go on the shop. It is a certain amount for standard shipping, so I don't know it's twenty five dollars now. well it's blows ass. If you ask me. <laughs> $25 For next day shipping $11.99 for ground shipping I don't know if they're still doing the $5 Shipping special or free shipping I wish But <clears throat> that is how you can subscribe To WWE Network For those of you wanting to join a good wrestling School, not good wrestling, great wrestling School, the best Go on dot to www.monsterfactory.org Today Make, Invest in yourself you want to truly invest in yourself, join this school, because let me tell you something. Danny Cage is a really cool dude. He's the owner, the head trainer, and the head coach at the world-famous Monster Factory, which has produced the Headbangers, Godfather, D-Lo Brown, Big Show, King Kong Bundy, Sonny, the Douglas Brothers, Gabby Martinez, Matt Riddle. Seamus, the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. So, I mean, truly, if you truly pay attention to what Danny teaches you at the Monster Factory, you will become a success because he models the format after what many formats have been formatted after. So the model there, you just got to be the person that makes it happen. Alright folks, so tonight I will be discussing Sting and Goldberg, that's going to be the bulk of Off the Rails Uncensored, I not want to go over the entirety of AEW Dynamite, which happened on the 13th, of course, you know, something did affect part two, so wrestling's now become a part show, right, not a bad thing, right? All right, folks, the following content contains expletive language. The use of profanity will be used throughout the entire duration of the show. Sprinkle in, if you will. So, if you have children that are not suited to listening to the show and they're under the age of 18, I suggest you cover their ears or else. I'm probably going to have them not repeat it to... uh, their peers, hopefully, because you know, if they repeat what I say, I question your parenting skills. Seriously. Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast that has coined the phrase Off the Rails Uncensored, March 16, 2016. So, wow. This show is, this portion of the show is five years old. Almost. All right. Monkeys in the truck. It's my music.
1: It. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of something.
0: and pray that WWE um, understands that we love Goldberg as a legend on WCW. We still have mad respect for him and love what he's done. I don't know if today. Goldberg's all that great. Um, He did have issues when he wrestled The Undertaker, and The Undertaker was not too thrilled, but I'm pretty sure he's like, I don't want to entirely pin the blame. But he said, you know, he's had plenty of surgeries. Had this been Goldberg versus Undertaker back in, in their prime in 1997 or 98, I don't know if things would have been good or bad, but... All I'm telling you is I'm not so... I'm not a big fan of bringing in Goldberg to face McIntyre. Sure, does it enhance... The ambiance of ratings No And whoever's idea it is To keep bringing back these legends Someone needs to smack you Across the face In the sense that Goldberg can still go Sure, was it a grandiose Idea to bring him back To face Drew McIntyre Probably because they Needed McIntyre to face Someone other than Randy Orton Someone other than AJ Styles. AJ Styles and McIntyre barely gone against one another. So, I don't know. I don't know what my... Actually, yes, I do know what my stance is on Goldberg, but I don't know how to feel about the possibility of Roman Reigns versus Goldberg at WrestleMania. Whether it's good, bad, and different, whether I agree with it or not, powers that be will always sit there look us in the eye and say this is what's best for business are we sure about this I mean that's my biggest concern folks is that there seems to be an underlying problem with bringing in legends certain points and tidbits is it because they want to stroke their own ego. I don't know. Is it because there are serious consequences, you know, as far as bringing back fans after the fact that Goldberg and Taker was the bust when there was live crowds, even in India. I'm I'm just saying, folks, or not any Saudi Arabia. Sorry, it wasn't the best match with Goldberg and the Undertaker. The Undertaker's neck was fucking killing him after, and afterwards you can tell how pissed he was because they were like, "Well, you know, people make mistakes." Yes, people do make mistakes And one of those mistakes is You bring in not just A legend that's not Not been uh, Considered to be in his prime But we're not saying Goldberg's Out of shape We're not saying that he's Lazy It's just I'm not so sure You want to keep bringing back people That eventually One injury is going to happen In the ring because of ring rust True. Goldberg ain't the only one, folks, that is coming back or keeps coming back, you know. And <clears throat> he does look like a shiny new penny, I'm not going to lie, Sting. That guy, the reason why he left WWE, he wanted to be a part of creative, he wanted to give this company some direction. Let me just say this. Yes. Sting left WWE for various reasons. and It's not that he didn't like or dislike what was going on. It's the fact that he saw a need elsewhere where he could belong and where he could definitely make impact. AEW happened to be one of those places. But again... We have a conundrum on our hands. Hosting and Goldberg are a difference in age. Is it by years? Yes, obviously. (laughs) Is it by stamina? I don't know. I don't know how much these guys have left in the tank, but you know something? It's just as bad as when Ric Flair comes back on TV. Rick is a legend, he's an icon, he's somebody that people like to imitate, so it's like he's like the Elvis of professional wrestling. No one can be another Ric Flair, no one can win, well, Cena did tie the world you know, world heavyweight championship record. The point I'm trying to make is when you bring in legends, are you for sure that they're going to have impact on your roster, are you for sure? Because yes, they have big names. Or are they still going to be as lively as they once were? No. Are they liabilities when they enter the ring? Yes. Sometimes. Depends on who you uh, put them with. Depends on who you book them with. Because Goldberg, like I said, he's in shape. He looks great for his age, which it's not a sin for us to guess age. But um, Bill Goldberg, let's see here. I'm looking up his age, folks, because, hold on, 66 is when he was born. So, Imagine that <clears throat> the man see, 66, 2006. the sixty six seven six eight six ninety six two thousand six. man is fifteen. Oh I <laughs> think. Good lord. So forty would be two thousand and six. Fifty would be sixteen. Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? So this year, that means he's going to be 55, and he hasn't slowed down a bit, and Sting is six years older than this man. What does age have anything to do with wrestling skill? Well, your body obviously is going to be worn and torn, but how is that different from the current talents on both AEW's roster and WWE's? I give you a hint. If you're in the ring with a 55 or 61-year-old and you got to adhere to doing the old school way of doing things, no, not necessarily. I'm pretty sure they're they're adaptable and they are workable. They may not be the same as they once were, but that's the beauty part. You see, you got ratings and ratings draws, such as Sting and Goldberg. Both are in different companies, respectively. But the see, my thing is, if Goldberg goes, it's not just the match booking, it's the fact that how long do you think this charade's going to last? You keep bringing them in, you keep losing ratings. It's like, dude, it's a vicious cycle, isn't it? Because we're getting crowd back, so you can go back to being shitty. As far as booking decisions go, that's what I'm talking about. I don't care about certain aspects of, of how they book, when they book, and why they booked it. Because you need this to set up for this. I get it. You're trying to set up the play, and then you're going to have the uh, players execute it. I I remember what Michael Hayes said on live TV at one point. He's like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm table for three. Cornette, Bischoff, himself, and, yeah. I don't. If anything, Goldberg was booked so badly in WCW, and now WWE has inherited that bad habit. Except for Goldberg's not in his prime anymore, and you keep giving, you keep feeding him to us against Roman Reigns. Holy shit! I the spear versus spear. Is this is this why this is happening because Goldberg believes that Reigns' spear is less worthy of his, is because he feels like he's Roman Reigns is not quite the person or heel he's looking for. I have no fucking clue. But what I am trying to convey to you all is these two is a big – having Goldberg and Sting involved in today's wrestling is a big question mark. What kind of impact are they going to have for their respective companies now? I guess leave it up to them, right? Don't worry about the small stuff. Worry about myself. Well, now that they introduced the fact that they're bringing back fans to the Tampa area, I'm curious as to how many boos are going to rain towards the ring because at Raymond James Stadium where they were supposed to have it, now, and I mean this in the nicest and serious way, how the hell Gonna be a fucking dogfight, but I guarantee fuck to you, that's going to be an advantage for Florida residents. They said precautions are going to be taking place, but I digress. <coughs> so live, so live from Raymond James Stadium, are we going to see Goldberg versus Kevin Owens again? I'm going to puke, and I'm going to hurl, because that was absolutely horrible. That was a horrible decision. The book, Owens versus Goldberg, just so you can see Goldberg versus Lesnar. That's like the repeat at at Madison Square Garden. What is this, a a play? Is this torture for fans? The cynic in me wants to say, you know, this is what happens when WWE finds out that they're allowed more fans, this is a live event, and now they can go back to shitty ass booking. By uh, shitty ass booking, I mean, we don't know what the world will see at Royal Rumble with McIntyre versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. I mean, who knows? It might be a semi decent match. But with Sting and AEW, he has his fair selection of Jericho, Rhodes, Hager, Darby Allin. Not that AEW's roster is that much any better than WWE's. It's just, it's confusing as all fuck. You have two legends that came out of nowhere. People appreciated one and others just didn't know what to make of Goldberg returning. They started chanting his name, I guess, point in time. Whenever you see a legend, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're here on Legends Night, you know. And other times, it's just like, okay, well, he's here again. It's receiving a lot of backlash for a lot of reasons, folks. Do you know Sting's not going to work a match for close to near the end of the year? Or he might work one soon. I don't know. But Goldberg coming back is like the conundrum of all conundrums. It's a problem. Because yes He is Bill Goldberg Yes his name draws But so does Ric Flair's And the Undertaker's and everybody else That comes back to the show every once in a blue moon The Undertaker Had it in his Legends contract That he could return any any time that he saw fit Until he could go no more It's why Fans Hammer outside of WWE. Why? Because you're involving someone who literally sandbagged the Undertaker in their last match. And he waits for an opportunity. No, he doesn't need one. His name's Bill Goldberg, right? So that means he can step to the front of the line while the other talent sits on their ass and plays Tiddlywinks winks. I'm not afraid of the man, dude. Yes. Goldberg could snap me in half. But to what effect, you know, when he did the spear and then the attempted at Jackhammer and Taker, it's like, dude, that changed the complete complexion of the match. And like I said, I have mad respect for legends like any of them, really. I don't need to list off names. What I'm trying to say to the global audience that listens to this show do you honestly all want to see Goldberg wrestle again as a champion? No. The answer is no. It doesn't matter if he's the face in this or the fucking heel. Goldberg does not need to be wrestling. Much like Ric Flair does not need to be involved in every other fucking story and the angle with him and Lacey, that's, you know, that's good. It grabs the attention of the general Daily Show schmo. I being the Jaylee Show Schmo. The Jaylee and Joe Schmo, sorry. The involvement of a legend, yeah. I completely agree. So if you have a legend come back into your company like Sting, which is genius what AEW is doing right now, not having him fight. They're just, you know, sitting looking pretty until. Until the moment calls for it, that's when you utilize Sting. The man's 61 years old. Does age have anything to do with a professional wrestler and whether or not they can still go? No, mm-hmm. you'd have to ask Sting. You'd have to ask Goldberg. You'd have to ask Taker. Hell, man, you can ask any of these legends like The Godfather, Dilo. Hurricane Molly Holly You ask any of them dude You want to get back in the ring You know what they will ultimately tell you Hell yeah I'd love to get back in the ring I can still go I'm not saying Goldberg can't go dude It's just the booking That put him in this position In the first place is what ticks me off McIntyre, you know he's going to win the championship, right? Goldberg is. And if he enters the Royal Rumble, after he may or may not, quote-unquote, lose to whomever his opponent is, then, yeah, I'm not not looking forward to Royal Rumble. In some aspects, I do want to see how interesting it's going to be, you know, if McIntyre loses, which I'm not going to be surprised anymore, you know, when WWE books something, you know what's coming. Also, on that note, you know, Sting returning was huge. That was a huge momentum shift back in AEW's favor They're utilizing him correctly. That's what you're supposed to do. WWE on the other hand with Goldberg it's constant vicious fucking cycle as to well, Raw ratings have done better, so I don't see the problem in booking him. You want you to lose ratings? You do that shower and just you know and slather repeat <laughs> because As far as I'm concerned, folks, there are multiple holes in this contract calls if you will. Of Let's bring the legends back. Let's book him for this, and it'll become the bigger picture for when fans come back. We can have a style of booking that not everyone agrees with, but we like it, so it must be good. SmackDown Live did a phenomenal job, no pun intended. curveball into the story Raw on the other hand they're doing better Raw is doing leaps and leaps better than what it was doing before him anyways I'm gonna get off the horn here but before I do WWE won't hear anybody's plea or cry because they hear it every fucking year but Goldberg they need to stop booking him just like they need to stop booking Ric Flair. In the sense that yes, Rick is an amazing person but at the same fucking token no. Do not use him in the story because it will prove useless or useful. He's not in evolution anymore so... There you go Not just because he's not in evolution But because It seems like every other fucking year There needs to be money raking in And people are not it It's not it when you have Legends that come back that are past their prime And I know that like I said I know that Goldberg can still go It's just a matter of Are you going with predictability so you can have your Roman Reigns versus Goldberg match Food for thought, right? And if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say Then I got three choice words for you Forget about it Oh, and, huh. By the way, next week APW's own Steve Tresario Again, sorry sir if I butchered your name But in the pronunciation of it But toodles, bitches, I got to sleep. So uh, join me Wednesday for Off the Rails Uncensored. Thank you once again for listening. Toodles, bitches. Good night. Dig it.